Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the yapping yahoo himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Look, let's not ignore the obvious, okay? Like, we know stuff, like lots of stuff. So much stuff that one day it just dawned on us and we simultaneously said, WTF, we need to start the World Trumpet Federation. Now home to the Open Bell Podcast, the World Trumpet Federation is also your source for inspiration when it comes to all things trumpet. Blogs, articles, videos, lists, and who knows what else to advance your trumpeting agenda. No matter what trumpet-related, trumpet-adjacent, or trumpet-centric information you seek, you have come to the right place because the World Trumpet Federation is here for you, especially if you need someone to tell you to stop doing it wrong. And by Dylan Music. Since 1992, Steve Dillon has maintained an amazing inventory and a killer team of people who really know their stuff. Our good buddies Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton are on hand to help you with all of your trumpeting needs. Your best bet? Get to Woodbridge, New Jersey now and immerse yourself in the epicenter of equipment, the oasis of awesomeness, the town of trumpets, the heaven of high notes. And listen, if you can't make it to Woodbridge, New Jersey, you should check out their inventory online at dylanmusic.com. Or just pick up the phone, call them, and talk to the most knowledgeable staff in the game at 732-634-3399. And remember, with the promo code OPENBELL5, you receive 5% off of all your accessories. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to yield yip and yank information that we believe is on the y-axis for yonder trumpet utes and others. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chopsaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. And really... The question is not to use or not to use Chop Saver. To be or not to be, that is the question. Oh Whether God. tis nobler in the mind to suffer <laughs> chapped lips, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles wow. and low Gs, and by opposing end them to die, to sleep no more, and by a sleep to say we end. The heartache and the thousand natural shocks of the mouthpiece that flesh is heir to. Tis a consumption, tis a consummation, devoutly to be wished to die, to sleep, <laughs> to sleep perchance to dream. Aye, there's the rub, for in that sleep of death, what dreams come, may come when we have shuffled <laughs> off this mortal coil and found our way back to the practice room. <laughs> oh, alas, poor Bill. I knew him well. <laughs> My <God>. Holy moly. <laughs> to the <Probably>. bar. <laughs> no right. offense to you personally, Brian. He's Why my British. <laughs> yeah. And on that happy note, how's it going, Brian? Well done. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm skipping cornet today. Whoa. What? Yeah, huh. I know. It's weird. What happened? So, well, I just saw this thing just made me think about what you guys have gotten me into and that is that You're there's welcome. a there's new survey out that there's been an 80% drop in podcasts and so this is a twofer um it's just really hard to do something consistently apparently yeah 80% drop in podcasts yeah, well, of course in, yeah in new podcasts so yeah. people are 
just not starting them, it's too difficult, right, to do something consistently. To keep going. As we know, (laughs) as we've seen over Mm -hmm. and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, But somebody who does do things amazingly consistently, Jason Sullivan. Yes. He's he's getting near 2,000 days in a row of of practicing. It'll never Uh, last. And <laughs> Wait, is that a construct, or did he actually do two thousand days? It's just amazing. Uh, he just says it. No, no, the funny part is, you know, Jason actually does. He's actually this. doing yeah, it. Yeah. It's crazy. And also, Jason was just granted tenure at his school. So, hey, congratulations, congratulations. congratulations to Doctor Solomon. That's Dr. right, Doctor Solomon. Well, that's it. That was. It's totally not cornet related, but yeah, no. Um, but and what you guys have gotten me into this consistency of always doing this thing, right? Right. This yeah. podcast. It, you know, there's the times, as you know, where we've doubled up, like recorded a few, a couple, right? So we and then had to skip because of our schedules. And I got to say, those weeks, it's a little like, um, it is a little. Wait weird. a minute, it's unnerving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We should when, be doing. When this. we're not, yeah. When we get yeah. to our normal recording time, like I should be, we should, should be, be doing something. Right yeah. What am I missing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going on? I mean, I fill the time. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it is. Saying. It is like anything else. Like right. Uh, People are like, oh yeah, I'll totally do that, and right. then they actually like. But you actually have to do it all the time. It's just like practice, you know. If you actually want to do it and you want it to be of quality, you actually have to make a commitment. Yeah. So are people not actually practicing every day? Yes. I mean, is that the prevailing thing? Yes. They're just not doing that. <laughs> Correct. Like, how is? How, well, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it can but, happen. <laughs> but it's exactly what you're talking about with the podcast. If people get into it thinking, "Hey, this will be fun," and Listen, I think we enjoy doing this. I don't want to speak for the two of you or right here. You can speak for yourselves. I enjoy doing this a lot. That being said, there it is still work, but it's work that, one, I enjoy, and two, I think is worth doing. But there are times yeah. it's not convenient or it's, it's out of the way, and we've got to make some exceptions and make some, make some choices and some hard uh, directions about which way we want to go and when. Yeah. But I think it's always worth it. And other people, when pressed with those same things, are like, oh, yeah, forget it. Right. Yeah, they just decide they're just not going to do it. Like of right course. now. Here we are. It's midnight on a Friday night, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can say anything, could we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no one really fantastic. knows. No, exactly. But no, I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all, because especially mm-hmm. uh, much like us, you know, we started during pandemic times. Yeah. Um, people have more time, and they're home, kind of locked at home, and as things open up and things, and you get distracted, and then... You know, coming up with fresh ideas about how you want to keep going. Yeah. People are just like, well, well, forget that. Yeah, you know, just not we're hanging on. Come on, we've been thrown yeah. out of worse places on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of creating your own space. They can't, and and that's the funny part. It, it, if you're done, this actually goes seamlessly into what I actually wanted to talk yeah, about today, yeah. which was this: is you know, we make fun of that like the hashtag 100 days of practice more than anybody and this is where actually bringing up uh, jason and we don't coordinate these things which is the amazing part you know Mm -hmm. talking about jason solomon is great because jason isn't saying i'm going to go practice 2000 days in a row that's not what he's saying no jason's saying uh this is what i'm doing right now so when you're thinking about and you know thinking about an 80 percent drop in podcasts those are people like yeah we're gonna go make a podcast and we're gonna go do this if you're going to set these kinds of goals, and I think you should, I, I actually think making goals is a good idea. You should be thinking, what's a reasonable thing that I want to accomplish? There is no need to advertise them. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. This is where I want to go, right? The idea of if you're if you're thinking to yourself, I want to practice and get better. 
I think in some ways the worst thing you could do is hop online and say, okay, today is day one. I'm going to start practicing every single day because then the first time it doesn't happen, then you even feel worse than it's just being about you because you put it out there, maybe for some accountability or whatever. But uh, then who are you letting down? Then you feel like you're letting other people down instead of just yourself. Yeah. Why make this worse on yourself? Right. Make it yeah. good for you. Make it make the idea of exactly. I would like to make turn a direction like when I was advocating a few weeks ago against New Year's <laughs> resolutions. This is sort <laughs> of related to that. If yeah. you want to make a change in your life, that can be really hard. If you right. want to make a positive, yeah. those things can be difficult. Don't make it harder. Yeah, by putting it out <laughs> right. there, right? Right. You I put think it the out research there. research supports you, actually. I think uh, <clears throat> in James Clear's uh, book, Atomic Habits, uh, Habits, he talks about that very issue is that if you say it out loud to people, it's less likely to, to take root. Right. Right. Yeah, because when you offloaded you, the responsibility. You processed it. That's when right. I, when I started practicing like I practice now, I was a sophomore in college and no one else was really doing this where I was. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was getting to school when it opened and I was playing all the horns and I was doing like different little Clark studies and flexibilities and and I wasn't telling other people they should be doing this. I wasn't even telling them that I was doing it. Right. No, you you know what you're doing, right? I was just going in there to practice. And I wasn't no. saying like, hey, look how cool I am. I'm practicing every day. And I'm, right. I'm doing stuff you're not doing. That's I was thinking, this is what I want to be doing because I think it's going to be good for me. And that's that's it. This isn't about anyone else. This is about me. This is, So right. you want to actually in that way be a little bit selfish Mm -hmm. And and there's no reason to sort of put that out there because it's not about whether you practice today has nothing to do with anyone else. You know what this makes you, doesn't it? You know you know what this you are the Rocky Four of trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> All I need is a cabin in the Russian wilderness. In the Russian wilderness and some yeah. logs. And then some really good synthetic 1980s music, yes. some synth pop. And a leather jacket. Now, at the end, of, I, I will tell you at the end of every practice session, I do look up at the sky and scream Drago. I do. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> well, I, thought every, I thought everybody did that. Yeah, that, that, all that emotion. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I get to the end of the day and just, Drago! Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> isn't that what everybody does? I, I thought so. Go home. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, and then you put your horns away and then, you yeah, know, that's how do this we works. Eat? Yeah. You go eat. Exactly right. We, All right, Bill, what do you got for us today? Well, uh, so, you know, uh, we've talked about wagging on here from time to time. Oh, no. You talk hey, about wagging. You, you do. Oh, Brian, you've talked about Brian, wagging, too. Brian, you guys discussed batons. We did. It was a really well, shameful it's funny. Not okay. It's funny you should mention that. Oh, no. Because <laughs> oh, no. I got a message from our friend Nitai in Puerto Rico. Yes. Right. And Who I'm going to see he, in about a week and a half. He asked me for some baton advice. <laughs> Based okay, on the so podcast. Now, now I have to yeah. beat the crap out of Nita when right. I get down there. <laughs> yeah. So he's, I offered to him, look, I can tell you where I got my batons, and I can send you a short video on how to order them. Right? Is it Great. Hard, hard to order a baton? It, or, it, I don't even want to ask this it's question. It's a process. Oh, it's no. a process. See, you're oh. interested. Oh, no, I'm not. So I shot a short video. <laughs> See, you're interested. You're interested. I will I, say this. How does this, this is uh -huh. something I have not given a lot of thought to. Well, until now. Wow. that's. I don't think I've ever heard you say that before. Exactly. So I shot the video, showed him how to do it, put him in touch with the right people. And so I got a video from him this past week of him playing the trumpet. Oh, and right. so the camera comes on. And he's playing away, and he stops, and he leans into the camera, and he goes, this is not about the trumpet playing. I wanted to show you. 
it is perfect. I oh love it. It feels great. It's balance and the graphite. You're a genius. <laughs> That's blah, 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 blah. So he goes on and on about the stick and how great it is and how much he enjoyed getting it. Now, the other reason I bring this up is because, Brian, your sticks are on the way. Oh, oh my no. God. But Nitai was willing to go with. This is not okay. He went in with the stock handle. But I customize yours a little bit. <laughs> I'm super excited about this. Yes. So it, it's 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 all taken I, care I of. I cannot but that's believe we are talking longer. about batons. <laughs> Custom batons? Custom batons. Yeah. Isn't this just a stick? No. See, that's where you're wrong. That's How a terrible it, assumption. In, in what ways is it not a stick? It's part of the artistry, Joey. It's an artistic it's part, implement. Yeah, it's like playing a great horn. If you have a great horn, you respect that horn, and you play better because you have a great horn. And you but, have a great but, baton, and you take care of them. But a baton does not make any sound. Not usually. No, but it evokes the sound. It's part of the process. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I'm buying we, this. We don't expect you to understand this level <laughs> of the conversation. Yeah, I, I guess I need to like buy some turtlenecks to be able to enter this club. Hey, right. right. No, exactly. I don't wear turtlenecks anymore Several. after the abuse that I've taken. But most of the time when I'm when I'm doing some uh, any kind of conducting, uh, it's in front of a jazz band, which of right. course means no I, stick. I, I start and I walk off the stage. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, you guys have beat me up so badly on the turtleneck thing to be a turtlenecker. <laughs> I, I know the, one time I wore I wore a t-shirt that the collar was just a little bit higher on. <laughs> he got nervous. You know, it's like mock turtle. <laughs> right? yeah. You had all these different names and levels of turtlenecks. There, there is mock turtlenecks a real thing. That's a it thing. is. A, I know. I like the mock. We turtleneck. didn't make. We didn't make that. No, up. you didn't make that up. But there's some other things that you, you've come up with it. You know. There are designations that need to be. Yes. Cut gradations of turtleneck absolutely but ultimately this is not what i wanted to talk about today <laughs> hold I, on what no, i no, wanted no, to we talked <laughs> this was actual talking about actual we did but I, so then let's uh, we have another segment of the podcast then we're going to need a bumper for this this is all brand new uh -oh. <laughs> i have an announcement uh oh an announcement <laughs> The merch is ordered. Oh yeah, uh -oh. done and yes, done. It done and it's done. coming might, from a new might, okay. There's a, a new fanfare. graphics place. There's a fanfare there. There's got to be a fanfare for this. Yes. Now, this time ordering the merch was easy. You know, last time was a little more complicated, but this is easy because, of course, we just went with one color. Yeah, no brainer. <laughs> the hoodies, the neon pink neon hoodies, pink, neon pink hoodies with the World Trumpet Federation logo on the front emblazoned yeah. in blue. Now we're getting somewhere. Are on order. Yeah. And they're right. going to be ready for delivery here very soon. And, so if you're available, interested. Available for purchase. Available yep. for purchase. We will be posting some information about that. We'll be talking about it on here. Oh, this uh, is U.S. Exciting. currency only. No offense, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your pounds, but they won't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, well, there. That is exciting. now you have to write a new fanfare. Yeah, done fanfare and done. for the hoodie. Yeah, that's but what it's going to be called. Fanfare for the hoodie. Great. Fanfare <laughs> for the hoodie. Done. Right there. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to go for, to What if I wrote that for like double trumpet ensemble and wind band? What do you think? <laughs> oh God, my palms are sweating. Ideas. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be no, able to go to the website and just order it, right? Something like that. That's the idea. Yeah. 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 We'll get that set up. Yep. And we'll be shipping from three locations. That's right. Yes. 
Yeah, so the chances if you're in the area, if you're Depending in Pennsylvania, where you're New from. Jersey, or Indiana, you might just be able to pick it up. Might be able yeah. to just, yeah, knock on a door. And, and if you do, we'll be happy to autograph it. Exactly. <laughs> Sharpie on hand. That's what people want. That's what they want. They want yeah. our us to scribble our names on a pink hoodie. <laughs> Their brand new pink hoodie. Can't wait. Yeah. But they're new nice. Hoodies. They're high quality sweatshirts here. Yeah. New hoodies. New hoodie. Very yeah. exciting. That's very good. All right, boys. It's time for a new game. A new game? <laughs> it's not really a new game. I This game, I have to say, was driven by the bumper. Okay. I loved the Who Am I bumper. <laughs> and so we're back. <laughs> I did. And I get comments. I don't know if you guys get too, but I get messages and in Messenger and people text me about the bumpers. Um our friend Joe Nibley loved the banner bumper. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He thought it was great. Yeah, that was the United States of Trumpet. United States of Trumpet, yes. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. Very successful. <laughs> yeah. But now we're back to who am I. Okay. And I've got five statements here, and you have to figure out who I am. All right. We have no chance. Number one. Number one. Since I followed John Shore, people immediately knew I was the most important trumpet player in England. My composer friend had a pretty good handle on my abilities, so he wrote lots of music for me. Well, Brian, this has got to be a brass band guy. So he took the chair over, I'm assuming, the corner chair from John Shore. Did I say that right? John Shore. Yeah. So it's got to be one of the big bands. Do you want me to read it again? Yes. Since I followed John Shore, people immediately knew I was the most important trumpet player in England. My composer friend had a pretty good handle on my abilities, so he wrote lots of music just for me. Yeah, it was who was Handel's trumpet player. Handel? Yeah. Oh, we've been through this. We never remember this guy's name. And I'm going to keep bringing it up until you do. Oh, Valentine yeah. Snow. There that's it is. It. Oh, that's it. Brian. Brian's yes. on it. For the win. That's right. Valentine Snow. He's a trumpet, Snow. He's a trumpet that cornet. I got lost in that. <laughs> I Good love for his you, name. Brian. Nice. Oh. Come on, Valentine Snow. That's a great name. It is a that's a that is a great trumpet. It's a great name. handle, so to speak. <laughs> Valentine Snow is a good yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. And yeah. being this close to Valentine's Day, it's really a proper <laughs> way to is. start off. That's right. Even though it's midnight. Yeah. Come on, I even said my right. my composer friend had a good handle on my abilities. Yep, all over it. You idiots. Yep. Okay, good. Number two. We're one I was one. kind of a big deal in Leipzig, mostly because I played stuff no one else would even think about. <laughs> and this one time, I posed for this picture holding a corna di caccia and this yeah. really hard piece of music that everyone thought yeah. I could play music on that horn. In reality, no yeah. shot, but hey. Ding, we got this ding, one. We got I this. Didn't hurt, it didn't hurt my career one bit. That's go. Gottfried Reicher right Gottfried Reicher. Yeah, you say Leipzig, you think Bach, you think Bach, you think Gottfried. That's it. That's also a good name, by the way. Gottfried Reicher. Gottfried is a really Reicher. good name. That's I a mean, powerful that's, trumpet name. I mean, these are good, like, lead trumpet names. Yeah. Who you got on these lead trumpet guys... like Valentin Snow. Uh, <laughs> next week, you got uh, Gottfried Reicher coming in. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> saying, they kind of the play tour. They kind of play like their names. Oh, totally. Yes, they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They played up to their names. Gottfried Reicher is a bull in any shop. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. Right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to be fair, he's a bull in any shop. <laughs> and Valentine Snow's a little more delicate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, good work, good. boys. All right. Yeah. Number three. Pretty much everyone thinks I'm a genius for writing music the way I did. 
I never had the heart to tell them I only did it to split up the brass players so they wouldn't screw around so much in rehearsal. <laughs> Rehearsals went much faster and everyone totally bought it. Oh, sure, they credit the shape of the church and the acoustics of St. Mark's, but really, I'm just a master of classroom Dang. management. Yeah. All right, Brian, I, we can alternate. I think we got this one. Giovanni Gabriele. There, there it is. is. Come yeah. on. That was easy. All right. We're Good on brass it. choir stuff right there. Well, I just would like credit for saying that Gabriele was a master of classroom management. <laughs> <laughs> that was That was really good. <laughs> You got to pay attention. Dun, 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 ding, ding. You weren't paying attention. You're late. Paying attention. You're late. Again. I'm tired of you guys sitting there talking to one another. You go over there. You go. Over you there. go over there. Yes. I'll make this work. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Number four. We're doing good work here. You're doing great. Don't get overconfident. Oh no, this is easy. We're already three for three. Come on. Yeah. This is way better than snippets. Ooh, that was brutal. You guys are terrible at that Graham game last week. We're not. All good. right. I'm gonna be honest. In Austria at the time. It really wasn't that hard to be a big deal. Things were going really well for me on my own, and despite what some people key on, my career would have been just as great on my own. I I, I believe that's Anton Weidinger. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and let's yes. be, you know, the father of modern trumpet right there. There he is. Right. Yeah. There it is. I'm going to be yeah. honest. It really wasn't that difficult. <laughs> it was not difficult. <laughs> that's beautiful. All right. You had to key into that one. A number of, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I tried to, I felt so bad about snippets. I tried to, I <laughs> just watered these down. Week. I hosed these down this week. <laughs> you All drowned right. these this week. Just, just add water. Mm-hmm. That's There we go. There's another great game. Are you smarter smart. than a fifth grade trumpet player? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next week. Thanks, Brian. That's really a great bad. idea. That's, that's good. All right. I get a lot of credit for writing that book, but honestly, I never should have included those other guys. We trumpet players are good enough on our own. I should have known that people who just like to sit around and hit things are not okay. And I think I used the word art in the title. Oh, well, at least people still play my music. This is a tough one. I'm a little confused by this. I'm not quite sure. Is this a trumpet player or composer or both? Yes. Can you read that again? I got lost. I get a lot of credit for writing that book. So he's an author as well. But honestly, I should have never included those other guys. We trumpet players are good enough on our own. I should have known that people who just like to sit around and hit things are not okay. So is there a book about brass and percussion? And to think oh. I use the word art in the title. Oh, it's the art the art of um, trumpet and kettle drummers. It's, um, it's, he's uh, on it. Uh, he's uh, got uh, this. Uh, uh, uh. The art of kettle. I don't know. I don't know this. It's one. the trumpet and kettle you drummer's art. It. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Altenberg. There it is, Brian. Oh, Thank you. wow. Thank goodness. And he's walking. Wow. Yeah, Johann Ernst Altenberg. Now, is that was that book in C or in D? Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's in D, Scott's out. Scott is <laughs> way out. Oh my God, he was so and out. If it's in C, game. he's borrowing John's. <laughs> All right, boys, time for a couple things. Within any community of anything, there are roles to be played. There exists a wide variety of personalities, strengths, and gifts. The trumpet world is no different. We've got a whole continuum of trumpet types to choose from. So today, we will look past the trumpet geeks, the orchestra weenies, the jazzers, the section players, low note folks, and cornetists. Oh my gosh. Today, we're going to focus on the trumpet jock. 
Uh-oh. Often observed in his natural environment, we've compiled some things. A list of obvious outward signs that will help you identify the trumpet jock. Yeah. Um, What's the colloquial hits, term for this, it? The this one hits a little close to home. Uh, <laughs> as somebody who's made a, a large part of my uh, career playing lead trumpet, there are certain stereotypes mm-hmm. that exist uh, for trumpet players that all come out of this sort of thing. Yes. And the problem, is, here's the problem. There's a reason those stereotypes exist. <laughs> that is the problem. Yes, and, that's and the, the problem. And the reason these stereotypes exist is because there are so many trumpet players that have exhibited these warning factors. So what we want to do is, uh, is offer you some advice here. If you see some of these things, and some of these things are things we have literally seen way too many times. Mm-hmm. And if you see these or you find yourself exhibiting these, let it be a warning. Yes. Let this let this be a warning. We want to help. We're givers. We're givers. We do want to help. And we're... I don't think they're going to see it in themselves. I think that's part of the issue is not being self-aware. <laughs> not knowing. That's, that's why I want to be really, really clear here that the idea of, oh, I do that. Oh, no. Like I want to be I want I want you to be that clear. Like I want this to serve. Like really take a hard look at yourself and say, Am I doing this right or am I am I part of the solution or am I part of the problem? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I will say this, Joe. You are not the typical trumpet jock. You are a trumpet jock, but you're not the typical trumpet jock. I try, well, this is hard. Uh, there are certain things, like certainly the first thing I want to talk about is the line I talk about with my students all of the time. There is, I want all trumpet players and all musicians to play with confidence. But there mm-hmm. is a line there, and once you cross it, turns into cockiness. Right. Right. Have, right. So once you cross over into cockiness, you're in that trumpet jock zone. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, no that matter I, what you play. Yeah. That you think, because I play it, it's great, and you're happy to tell anyone that. <laughs> yes. Right? Why, yes. There's, have you ever worn a Maynard T-shirt not to a gig? I mean, not to a <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> I think you have. Uh, yes, yes. I have not. I no? think you have. No, no? I haven't. To a rehearsal. No. To a you've never worn a Maynard T-shirt to a non-trumpet event. No. Really? I find that hard. To I, I've only worn Maynard T-shirts while on stage with Maynard. <laughs> really? I never had any of those growing up. I didn't have them. No. Wow, that's. I had one. I wore it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of people just looked at their drawer and went, "Uh oh." Now here's I. Yeah, I think there's a yeah that that could be that could be a problem. <laughs> I do still have my Maynard T-shirts. I do still have the jacket. There it is. Jacket. That's what I wanted jacket. to get to. I've, I've got the satin jacket with my name jacket. on it. What's Explain that? the jacket. The tour jacket. The tour, the tour oh jacket. Yeah, when you get if on the band, you, every beautiful. like every tour, they give you a couple of T-shirts. You know, here here are the T-shirts we're going to be selling. So that's what we wear for the shows. Yeah. Right. So, but you also get the tour jacket, which is a black satin jacket with gold. In Boston, with my name, you, know, you could buy the jacket, but you know, guys in the band, we got them and with where, our names on them. I double right dog now? dare you to wear it to NTC this year <laughs> or ITG. Oh my gosh. <laughs> double that dog dare you. Just so walking awesome. around, walking in a around, black satin Maynard Ferguson yes. tour jacket. If we go judge. You should be in the booth with wearing us, that with jacket. The jacket. Yes. Wow. No. Well, here's what I want. Really, I want the exhibit troll that we do at ITG. I want you wearing the jacket for that. <laughs> wow. And we're getting pictures of you hammering 
on every instrument in that room with that jacket on. So I wear that jacket, and I step up at every booth, and whatever's there, just try and play the highest, loudest note I can. Yes, and we're filming all of it. And we film all of it. We're going to get all of it. But you got to wear the pink WTF hoodie under the Maynard jacket. It would match. I'm going to be hot. I don't. I don't. I never wear sweatshirts inside. <laughs> Wears them only on this bike ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I'm outside, you know, out for the day. I, wow. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail this, but this is the stuff about the trumpet jock thing I love, and I no, no, that's good though. But that's part of the cockiness. The uh, it like, is. You're, you're saying check me out, mm-hmm. right? And, and not just. If you're carrying yourself in a cocky manner, not a confident manner, and there's a line there, mm-hmm. a line, totally a line. Then that's that. That's the first place you've got to be on it, and that is a, a stereotype of trumpet players. They're all this these you know cocky brand of you know pains in the butts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, agreed here. Ab- agreed oh, completely. Very much so. We we know that confidence comes along with with you can't even do the job if you're not confident. You can't. It's hard to do it well without that. Yeah, Stand in the back of a big band or sit in the back of the orchestra and do what you need to do if you're not confident. I mean, you have to be willing to put it out there. Right. But you can't cross the line. Yeah. So can we go fine-tuning a little bit here? Yeah. I think so, yeah. This is great. All right. So this is, uh, this is just one of my – I'll just go after a couple of my pet peeves, and please interrupt and jump all over this. If you're playing anyone else's part <laughs> – you're wrong. <laughs> this is on stage. This is in rehearsal. This is at any point. If you're in like a group setting, and let's say you're playing second, and you're thinking, huh, well, I, I could probably play that. And so you're like playing off of someone else's stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on a rehearsal or on a gig, I will tell you, and other lead players have very similar stories like this. I was playing a gig in South Florida. This is decades ago at this point. And I was hired to play the lead book, so I'm playing the lead book. And on my second chart, I think the last note written was like a high D or a high E, and so I'm playing that. And the guy who was playing third decided he was going to put some high notes over the top of that. Oh. <laughs> and I was playing lead, and I didn't think anything was supposed to go there, so I didn't put anything there. So there are different levels at which lead players like to engage. Mm. So mm-hmm. I engaged in this way. <laughs> oh, you want to play some lead? So I waited until the next chart that was really challenging physically and musically challenging and said why don't you play this one passed it down passed it (laughs) did that take care of the problem this was not a strong trumpet player (laughs) musically and technically although he had some chops so he really kind of stepped on that chart and that's the last thing i said to him all night long yeah (laughs) that's a great way to go about it yeah he didn't do anything right because that (laughs) that that person decided i know this isn't my job but I'm going to go ahead yeah. and do it. Guess what? Yeah. You're now part of the problem. Right. Yeah. And we've seen this in, in orchestra settings. Yeah, I was going to say, this isn't just um, for high note guys <laughs> in big nope. bands. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. You're, if you're in an orchestra and you're about to play pictures and you're playing third trumpet and you're on stage warming up, if you're playing the opening of Promenade, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you're playing second trumpet, you're soloing, playing the solo. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. This past summer, you know, I have a lovely community band here. Yeah. And um, so it had been a while since I had done a solo with them. And, and so I did uh, Trumpeter's Lullaby. Right. Sure. Uh, Brian, you really love this because I did it on cornet. Of course. As I mean, I don't you know. Played, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Trumpeter's Lullaby. Yeah. It, it's not 
cornetist's lullaby. No, it's an artistic decision. It's like, do you, is do you know the spark? Is it an, art, is it an artistic uh, decision, really? Do you know the spark? Um, <laughs> yeah, that cornet piece? The Trump, the, yeah, the cornet piece, the cornet that Brian piece. played on trumpet? Yeah, I know. That was Manhattan. And we, and we that, hammered him for that. We did. That was my inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's not anyway, so we're... We have the rehearsal. We take a break, and we're going to come back with. I said, "Break! Let's take our break now. We'll come back with Trumpeter's Lullaby." Look, give me a minute to play a couple of notes, right? For that ten-minute break, one of the third trumpet players in the band sat and played Trumpeter's Lullaby for ten minutes. Just all time on a loop, the whole time. That person part of the problem. Knew how it was going to go. Part of the problem. That's some trumpet jock stuff. That's trumpet jock behavior right there. Yeah. So there, there's that part. That's the playing part. And this is a hard one. So let's talk about this. When do you have license to do things that are not in the music? Well, if you're a trumpet jock, all the time. Whenever. A hundred percent of the time. One hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Cause, but there are times where uh, putting a high note on the end, can add something and pay, can be appropriate. There are times when you have some musical leeway, yeah. right? So yeah. this is another hard one. Like, here's the thing. You want to be thinking, does the music want this or do you want this? Mm-hmm. Right? A trumpet jock doesn't ever think, does the music want this? Exactly. That's why we're going this direction. It's <laughs> never about the music. It's about the trumpet machine. That's right. Because right. I will tell you, like, I, I go out and play, I, I just two, a couple of weeks ago played with the basketball band right before the semester got going, right? Oh, right. And mm. uh, when we played a fight song here at IU, I remember the first time we played it all the way through, and I was listening going, huh. <laughs> we played through again, I thought, it kind of goes all the way through, and there, it hits an F major chord, and then goes up an inversion. So it ends on a, a G on top of the staff, and then a, and then a, and then a B for us, you know. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, it really needs a high G on the end. That would sound really cool. So yeah. once I played it a couple of times, I'm like, okay, but then go down, and then drill the high G on the end. And I was like, yeah, that sounds better. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't really about, hey, what note can I put here? But I thought, oh, this is going to sound really cool. Right. And, and I have done this in orchestras. You know, I've, I have some good relationships with Pops conductors. I remember doing one show. The end of this one show had this build, build, build. It built, but little, but little, but little, but little, all the way up to a high F. And then the, the had two beats rest, high up on the downbeat, two beats rest, and then a B flat on top of the staff. Mm-hmm. And I thought, huh. And after reading it, I thought, well, this line goes up and up and up and up and up. It seems a little anticlimactic to then come down for the root. You should just keep going yeah. up. So yeah. <laughs> we read it, and I played exactly what's written when we read it. And then I thought, huh. So we went back. And, oh, I needed to fix something at the end. And in rehearsal, I thought, well, I'll try it out. He can always just say, stop doing that. So we went out through, played it through one more time near the end, and then paste the B flat on the top. And actually, the, the conductor in rehearsal, he turned to the strings, and as he was starting to talk, pointed back to me and goes, yes, yes. Now, here's what I need. <laughs> he was saying, like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the lines going that direction. It needs that. Right. Right? But if it's, if it's about you, no. If it's about the music, yes. Well, this is funny because I'm thinking – Okay, it's okay if you're in a gym, but to you it doesn't make any difference where you are. No, it's a musical thing. You <laughs> capped something in a gym, and you also capped it in the orchestra hall. <laughs> yeah, wearing a white jacket. Yeah, yeah. It just, <laughs> but it's, it, they're both they're both musical decisions. Right. Yes, yeah. that's what that's your defense. That's the defense. If it makes musical sense, yes. we're going to go for it. Right. Yeah. 
That's so when, that's the line. For example, when wouldn't you do it? When there's no musical uh, support for it. Right. Sitting in concert band, playing right. Sousa March, and think, huh. Sousa March, we need to go. That's that Stinger. Just lacks a little something. Right. That doesn't make any sense at all. Right. <laughs> this is exactly what made like some of the, the Tasty Brothers stuff that used to exist really, really funny. Because oh yeah. here's oh the gosh. best part. They understood all this and yes. said, yeah, but what if we just do it anyway? Right. That's why it was, <laughs> it was funny. Genius. Right? Yeah. They, because they, they, the only reason that's funny is because they understand it. Right. But also because they're thinking about that all the time. Right. <laughs> I mean, as right. trumpet players, that's yes, that's a program running in the background all the time. But it doesn't mean it's okay to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, has to right. make sense. Right. And then once it makes sense. And hey, here's the thing: for the out. average person, let's talk about this. Let's put this on the table too. How many mouthpieces would you need to keep on your stand to be able to do all the stuff you wanted to do anyway? <laughs> I'm not sure I understand that question. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you're the anti-trumpet jock. Well, five well, or, five or six too. at least. You're not wearing your mouthpieces in one of those things yeah. around your chest the, or the bandolier. The, the bandolier. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, but the trumpet jock behavior is, of course, let's get to that. Let's talk equipment, right? Oh, We've yeah. talked about this a little bit. The, the, the trumpet jock is thinking, well, right, I just need that equipment, and then I'll be able to do anything. Right. Which is <laughs> rarely true, you know. What's really true is I need to practice, and then I might have an adjustment in equipment that helps facilitate these things. Right. But no, 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 no. If I buy it, then I can do it. It's right. trumpet jock thinking. That's buy trumpet it, so jock So you thinking. can do it. Yeah. 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 Well, this is our issue with gadgets, right? Because this, right. this is the market. The market, is, yeah, the market with gadgets is twofold, right? Is That's the primary. You need this to be able to do X. And also, the secondary, which I have at least as much, if not more, problem with, is do this instead of practicing, not in addition to practicing. Right. If these were sold as supplemental tools and engaged and endorsed as such, I would have less issue with them. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the fast way. Yes. To get, yeah. right? This is, that's... Yeah, the, and mostly, I mean, a lot of these gadgets are contributing to the things we're talking about, right? Totally. To be able to cap something, to be able to do, like, play it up an octave, to be able to put yeah. a lip trill here or there or wherever, right? It's, it's the that's... higher, louder, faster culture. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and which is why, you know, listen, I exist in that world an awful lot, and I enjoy it. But, yeah, who doesn't? Right. But. <laughs> no offense, Brian. No offense, yeah, Brian. I don't do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the the idea is it's still got to be actually musical and make sense, which gets gets us to this, mm -hmm. because a lot of times what we see the trumpet jock behavior is um, to overstate because that's what we're doing today. I want to make the point very clearly: mm -hmm. I'm great, which means you suck. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it I want to prop myself up, and if I have to do this at your expense. That's perfectly fine. fine. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> this is the interesting part of, uh, I've had people ask me, like, you know, uh, it, the best one of the past maybe um, 10 or 15 years is Louis Doutswell, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, he uh, first started making these videos, and he's young, and he's, in, in, he's not in the United States, and he's young and unknown. So what happens to older trumpet players in the United States that think they can, you know, that think they do things well? Well, immediately they're bashing him mm. the, the initial part of this it, it, I, I watched it uh, yeah I, I didn't try watch and watch it, it 
Yeah. It was amazing. Well, he's not really, and it's not okay. And I, and I had a couple of people send me videos. They said, hey, what do you think? And that's mm-hmm. how I ha- found out who he was because I, yeah. I didn't know who he was either. So I watched the first couple of videos and thought, wow, that guy sounds great. He sounds great. That was yeah. the first thought I had was, right. he sounds great was my first thought. And I wrote back, I said, I think he sounds great. What's going on? They're like, well, go read this and go read this. Go read this. And people are just <laughs> bashing and trashing because oh, yeah. he's not already established and he's young and he's dynamic. So he can't be good because somehow that would make me worse if someone else right. is good. Right. And that is trumpet jock thinking that well, I'm yep. good, which means I'm the only one that can be good. Right. Summed up in this, in this question, how many trumpet players does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Three, one to set up the ladder, one to climb the ladder to change the bulb, and the third one to kick the ladder out from under him and say, see, I told you that was too high for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, this is maybe the worst part of, of trumpet jock behavior is the uh, propping oneself up at the expense of others. Yes. This is probably the worst of like, yeah, sure, but I could. Oh, yeah, sure, but I could. I am the, I mean, listen, I could easily fall into these things as somebody who's made a lot of living playing lead trumpet. Um, uh, like one of the worst things lead trumpet play, I, I could say is when I was on Maynard's band, right? Way to start as start of any conversation. <laughs> Dang. Right? It's the worst right. thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, really that right away. Great example time, of how right? of trumpet jock vocabulary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's right there. It's yes. the worst thing. And it would be easy for me to fall into these things. but And it would be easy for me to say, yeah, but I did this, but I did this, but I did this. But here's the thing. I'm the biggest fan of trumpet that I know. Like I want, I'm totally, I want to go see this and enjoy this. So yeah. when I go hear other people that are great, I'm all in. Damn like man. I just want to hear it. I just want to hear it and I want to enjoy it. So it's a mystery to me that somehow, that somebody else being good somehow makes me worse. Right. But that does seem to be a thought. <laughs> it's a I, thing. Can you yeah. explain this? I don't get it. No. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, it's an insecurity thing, isn't it? Right, uh, and it's yes. and it's heart. And, and all of this, I, I think, all of these these trumpet jock behaviors come out of insecurity. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's absolutely that part. Yeah, yeah. Because we see the this is it. We see the personal side of this, which is what we're really trying to guard against. Right, we're trying to help you make friends, yes. influence people, and stay in the section and get called back and all those things. Yes. All those things we've ever talked about like that well, are to avoid being a trumpet jock. Right. We've heard stories um, about Bill Chase, and Bill Chase was a great lead trumpet player. There are stories, and there are some videos online where you can see this, where when he was on Woody Herman's band, he liked to stand in front more forward on stage than the other trumpet players. Oh. So there's some videos where you can see he is standing with, like, his, his you know, legs are touching the stand in front of him. Because that's as far forward as he can get with the other trumpet players being back. Oh wow! Right? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why would anybody be like why, this? Yeah, does you it know? really make that much difference? Yeah. Well, yeah, but then you know that's a me, me, me sort of vibe. It's a real that's, alpha, alpha. Yeah, it's the dog your presence yeah. with authority. <laughs> and you're out. And I'm out. And you are out. Right. Yeah. But yeah. that idea, uh, and, and you know, and then from the musical standpoint of yeah, I mean, I, this is kind of the overarching statement when it's about you. When you have to tell people, listen, if you're really if you're really a great player, you don't need to tell people you're a great player. Right. Right. Just play. 
actions will speak much louder than words. When you show up and you play and people hear, they're going to go, wow, that person sounds great. And now if you go and tell them, hey, listen, and this gets to auditions, right? Yes. When, uh, when I've, I've, I tell all my students when they get ready for like, you know, if they're going out to take auditions, you're going to meet a couple of people when you're there. Those people are, one, the person who is going to be the warm-up hero. They're going to be in a warm-up room playing everything that you've ever heard. All stuff not on the list, yes. all over the place, just to show you how good they are. You're going to meet that person. That's yep. a trumpet jock. That person never wins the gig. Never. Right. Um, right. The other person you're going to meet is the person who is going to tell you they're going to win the gig because of how great they are, how well they did last time, their connections. They know so-and-so, and they know what's really going on. They know what they're looking for. The expert. Yes. That person <laughs> is also a trumpet jock. That person also never Not wins winning the, the gig. gig. Right. Right. So I've told people this, and I remember this is a long way back, uh, a student that was going out to audition for, uh, it was a fife and drum corps. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I remember. And I said, so this is the story I want. And I tell all my students the same thing. When you come back from an audition, I want to hear these three things in this order. One, I want you to tell me how you played. I don't want the result. I want to know, did you play well? Did you play poorly? How did you feel about what you went through? Mm -hmm. Two, I want a funny story because there's always at least one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then three, I'd like you to, you know, then I want to know what happened. Like, give me the, give me the official results. Right. Because, listen, you can... You cannot play your best and win, and you can absolutely play your best and not win. So those right. things are separate. So I want those yeah, separated out. True. So this this uh, former student who she called, I was at dinner, and I stood up and said, I need to grab this. So I walked outside. I was at a, uh, dinner with a friend. I walked outside. She said, okay, first, um, I know I've done these before. This one felt really good, and this worked really well for me. And uh, actually, it's the first time I've really felt like it was all working all the way through. So, uh, you know, I really thought I played well, and I was very happy with what I played all day long. I said, great. That's awesome. Okay, number two, I met this guy in the warm-up room who told me he was winning the job. <laughs> Literally. I mean, you think I'm exaggerating. You think I'm exaggerating. No. I'm not exaggerating. No. She said, she said, yeah, he, he said, yeah, I know so-and-so, and they're really looking for, and they're really kind of you know grooming this for me, and I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm hooked up, and it's going to happen. That is awesome. You know, in the warm-up room is telling this to someone Amazing, he right? does not know. Does not even know. Great. And then number three, she says, and then, of course, it was kind of funny where he was gone after the first round, and I won the job. <laughs> mm, that's you know, those great. people who pass the first round. So <laughs> it, 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 it's all about uh, if if you're if you need to tell people, stop it. Yeah. If you're ever yeah. telling people how great you are, you are doing it wrong. Trumpet jock behavior. Trumpet jock behavior. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, we this is part of our. Th these are our people, right? So, you know, I spend a lot of time yes, out with are. the guest conducting thing. Yes, wagging, Joey. And oh, you meet man. a lot of high school trumpet players. It's amazing to me. It's amazing. It's just biological imprinting. It's in there. Yes. Right? Like from the beginning. Maybe maybe that's why we choose the instrument because we. Well, here's the hard part. There are people that are these trumpet jocks that actually do fairly well. Yes. Because. Sure. That overarching cockiness does involve some confidence that makes them just put it out there. That's I've right. had this discussion with a number of students who are really, you know, thinking awful lot about how they play. So they know they are 
I need to work on this, and I'm not so great at this, and I'm uh, this. I'm yeah, they're all in. So, so they're really practicing dutifully, so they know they're not, for lack of a better term, perfect or great or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when they play, they're playing like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. this is why so many trumpet jocks do succeed. It never occurs to them that what they're not that what they're playing isn't great. <laughs> That's right. And right. So, and so when it does all line up, it's like, huh. Right. But they do sound good. Well, because right. go, going along with it is just a love for it, which means you do geek out, which means you go listen and you figure things out and, and all of that. But yeah. which is great for the trumpet playing part of it. It's the it's the musical side and the personal side that we're we're trying to guard against. Right. I, ironically, it's one of my favorite people I worked with in grad school was Ray Vasquez. Ray teaches down oh, in yeah. Texas. Yeah. Ramon Vasquez. I've talked about Ray before. Phenomenal trumpet player and musician. His email address when I first met him, it might still be the same. I don't know. Trumpetjock at AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I know. He did it. He went in. But we've seen, he we've owned seen, it. He totally owned it. He totally owned it. We've seen the license That's plates great. and the stuff like that. Oh my you know, gosh. Yeah. You know, like, you know, lead, you know, lead trumpet, high yep. note, trumpet AVA, one, trumpet one, I've seen trumpet principal one. trumpet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, boy, if you're putting that on your license plate now, we we should go out of our way to make sure recognize Scott Belk's license plate is lip slur. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think of that as a jock thing as much as like, hey, this is my brand. I'm buying in. Yeah, yeah that part. <laughs> so, I don't mind that. Scott's license plate, I think, is fine. It's the I heart cat Anderson bumper sticker that bothers me. <laughs> I just I'm not sure that and when you honk the horn it's just double C's I mean that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) or if you have like a text sound like that I mean I would never be like well yeah (laughs) right we know you're joking now because God doesn't have a double C (laughs) okay let's take this side trick he doesn't even have a B flat according to him this is the best early on in our group where he was talking about not having B flats and I just looked at him I said I just heard you like do you not have them unless you want them he's totally Uh, he's he's totally totally sandbagging so uh right but yeah that turns into about you not about not about the music right it's all about that that cockiness thing that you carry with you you want the confidence you don't want anything past that so for our teachers out there listening maybe maybe the best thing that comes out of this is that we have given you a term that you can use against someone to call attention to this, right? Especially yes. if you're a high school teacher. Like, look, you're playing great, no doubt about it, but you've got to knock off this other stuff or you're just going to be labeled a trumpet jock. Right. And nobody wants that. And nobody wants that. And if you have recognized yourself in anything that we're talking about here, time to take a hard look in the mirror, mm-hmm. right? If, no. you, if, if you are operating from a look at me, look at me, look at me, either trump, with the trumpet in your hand or without... Mm. Right. If you're well, often because, telling people how great yeah. you are at the trumpet, think about that for a second. If you're using that trumpet player mentality when you're, I don't know, out with friends, <laughs> you might want to rethink that. You might want to rethink that. Exactly. You might be doing it wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. But it's a funny thing. Like, we laugh about it because we are all in with this. I mean, obviously, look at us. We started the trumpet podcast for Pete's sake. <laughs> yeah. It's, We're geeking. Yeah. We're, we're definitely we definitely fall into the trumpet geek. I mean, yeah, right. That's Way not that's not close. Out. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm sure at one point, I mean, like, again, I've expanded out all... to 10 horns. I'm in double digits. That's right. <laughs> Ridiculous. We, we are. We are. 
you know, at our core, we are trumpet jocks. We just try to keep keep our monster on a leash. I actually, you know? I actually think we're trumpet geeks, not trumpet jocks. Yeah, we're in the geek mm. category. Yeah, we I, are I think trumpet we're, geeks because the trumpet jocks, I think, are part of the problem, and I think we're part of the solution. Yeah. <laughs> like we're trying to help here. Yeah. Let's think about this. I I am happy to talk about other people's playing without regard without having to bring mine into it. When I yeah. talk about how great someone is, it has nothing to do with my playing at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all the same that way. Yes. Now, if you're talking about somebody's how great they are and need to say, and you know, when I can, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a problem. Got to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, we just, you know, it's just not good for our people. It's not. We want our people to be better. We'd, I'd love... Yeah. I would love in 20 years for this stereotype to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Too many. That's a heavy lift. Fire we're going we're going for it. We'll give it one generation. We've, so we've done a lot of damage. So, but we can that's why we have to do a lot of fixing. We can we do, do it. Wow. And the first thing is get rid of your jet tone baseball cap. <laughs> Just <laughs> give it away to Goodwill. Yeah, you might. Yeah, no swag. If you're wearing your, <laughs> no, if you're wearing your cell phone and your mouthpiece pouch on your belt all the time, <laughs> just stop. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, the mouthpiece but, pouch belt is awesome. Yeah, but please don't get rid of the Maynard T-shirts because we are okay with that. We're, I'm okay with that. I'm going to go ahead and grant you the exception there. Yeah. So. And if that jacket does not make an appearance at ITG. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I come do on, still dude. Have, I you do have still. to do I, how it. How could I ever get rid of it? I can't get rid of oh, it. Oh, no, you can't. That's proof. It's in my closet. It's right there. Yeah. So. Do you ever wear it? I didn't even wear it that much when I was on the band because right. stage was always warm. And when would you wear it not on stage? I think you should wear it to studio class Monday night. <laughs> Just for starters. <laughs> I remember Matt Wallace, who's uh, the alto player in the band for a long time. Matt liked wearing the jacket on stage quite a bit. Yeah. And well, yeah, because you push the sleeves up. Yeah, and I would, you know, I'd wear it on and go like, oh, it's too hot. Boom. Right. It's just too hot. Like, yeah. this was the good part of being on the band. You just wear a T-shirt. It's like, this is the best gig ever. Yeah. You yeah, know? that you were made for that gig. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if we could just do that in shorts, that would have been a dream. You're a human blast furnace. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh. All right, boys. Well, I think we uh, hopefully we we shed light on this. Right, this is a thing. It we, is a thing. It's for we, real. We encounter it. It's having an influence. I think it's having a negative influence on things as we see with all the, you know the internet stuff and you know stuff that's out there for our students. And of course, you're just giving us generally giving us a bad name in every ensemble ever. <laughs> yes. Anywhere. Yes. People see a trumpet case and just assume the worst. Like, and there's oh, a reason for that. One of those people. Exactly. <laughs> Trumpet jocks. Yes. All right, boys, time for no offense. Maverick makes an aggressive vertical move here, comes over the top, and defeats the bandit with a missile shot. The encounter was a victory, but I think we've shown it as an example of what not to do. (laughs) Don't be that trumpet player. Don't, yes, just don't be that trumpet player. That's exactly right. Oh my gosh! Well, that's what we need to start. We need to stop start top trumpet right there. Yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of a trumpet jock. He's a a, of fighter pilots. Totally. Yeah. Oh yes. If you if you look at it, it it is the funny part. If you watch the original Top Gun, and and you watch Tom Cruise's character and think, well, yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, maybe maybe not. 
Try mm. watching that whole movie again and look at uh, what is what's his name's character's name. Now I can't remember. Um, his rival no. in that movie. Uh, Iceman, Val Kilmer? Iceman, Val Kilmer. Watch that movie and think, what if this centered around Iceman? Iceman is actually the hero of this movie, not the villain. Oh, no, he's the villain. No, he's not. <laughs> he's doing everything right. He and is. thinking of the team, not of himself. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. You got to watch that movie through a different no, lens. No, I know. No, I see it. I get that. Like, you, yeah. yeah. You look at it and go, yeah, 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 yeah. He's all right. But, and they and they let him they, I mean they do they do they do credit him, right? He ends up with his name on the plaque. Right. Right. Because right. he's the one that's doing it. Right. He's not all about himself. He's all about let's make this better for everyone. Right. And he happens to be the best one. And they honor that in the next movie, in the new one, mm -hmm. because he kind of comes back as the as the old man, right? Yeah. Anyway. Well, boys, that should about do it for today. <laughs> How else would you... Uh, what else could we say about this? We're going to come back and I would talk about more movies because we can do the same thing with Karate Kid. That's been done a little bit more than Top Gun. Oh, okay. That Daniel's like actually too. the bad guy. So, Come on. I'll send, you some, I'll send you some materials. You can review them. All right. I don't really want to think that hard about these movies. You should. I know. <laughs> I just want to sit there and cheer for stuff to blow up i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean totally which is often the same thing i do in rehearsals yeah. but i'm just saying fair <laughs> <You know>? totally <laughs> fair <laughs> all right stay tuned tell your friends and neighbors and watch for the signs the signs that you may be a trumpet jock so long for now remember to keep an open mind but more importantly an open bell